welcome to Moose and Squirrel, but we're married, an inside podcast. As opposed to an outdoor podcast? Yeah, it's an inside podcast. It's an inside podcast in which we talk about the TV show Supernatural inside of our bedroom. Yeah. And it's also inside of our full podcast up to and including death. Oh, I see what you're doing. It's an inside cast. Oh, I don't know if I like that. I don't think I like it either, but that's what we're going with in this particular episode. Well, we have a treat for us today. Oh, yeah? We are on episode 14, Nightmare. We've got kids cackling in the background, which is fantastic. But episode 14, Nightmare, of season one of Supernatural, written by Sarah Gamble and Rail Tucker, directed by Phil Screechia, uh, original air date uh, February 7th, 2006. It's got Freddy Krueger in it? Uh, <laughs> something like that. Oh, really? No. Oh. The brothers pose as priests to gather information at a house visited by sudden death. A death Sam saw in a dream. But precognition may just be the start of preternatural powers Sam suddenly possesses. Bom, bom, bom. I don't think they'd pass for priests. So Sam has been having dreams on yeah. the road thus far. Yeah. Right? So on the road thus far, Sam has been having dreams, um, and those dreams sometimes come true. And sometimes they tell him where to go. Like he had the kind of precognition in the episode home where they went home again because he saw the tree that was outside the old family house. Yeah. Even though he's a baby. But I guess he'd seen the pictures and stuff like that. So basically Sam is magic. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And we're about to see a lot of what's going down. There have been hints a lot. And this is the episode that tells us, oh, shit, something's up. Okay. I mean, we've known something's up, but I think in this episode you're going to find out why why Dean is so intent upon kind of ignoring the issue. Okay, does he know Sam is magic? Yeah, they've talked about it, remember? I don't remember. Yeah, I know so they've basically, talked about he's been having dreams and shit. Yeah, and so they basically... He doesn't know about the other magic shit. Mm. But, and, and Dean is just like, eh, let's not talk about it. But yeah. there's a reason you don't want to talk about being a supernatural person and supernatural, and we're going to find out. Because Dean has to kill you. You found out the secret! <laughs> okay, so I'm very excited about watching this particular episode. I like this episode. I think it's a world-building episode, but it's been a while since I've seen it. Okay. Should we? Shall yeah. we? Yeah, we should, and we shall. Awesome, let's go. There's been a death. What a surprise. Yeah. It's a dream death and a real death. <laughs> How do you... A dream death? Yeah, well... That sounds horrible. That's like, oh, that's just a dream death. <laughs> no. Well, they're all fake, honey. It's a TV show. I know, but I'm just saying. It's like, <laughs> that's a weird combination of words. Well, okay. Uh, there is a... Uh, I really like this when they do this in movies sometimes in TV shows. So basically we have this video... Or video we have this scene in which a fella parks in his uh, garage... And then he, uh, his car locks and the car exhaust is coming in and he can't get out the car. Yeah. And he can't turn it off. He breaks the key off in the ignition. You'd think he would just break the windows. Yeah, you would think. But he doesn't because he's a little whiny baby and dies. And then Sam wakes up. Oh, I had a dream. We got to go right now. Yeah. So the death hasn't happened yet. Apparently. Right. Well, in theory, it's a premonition, right? So he yep. could do something about it. Well, I... 
he's racing to get to Saginaw, Michigan, so I'm guessing he thinks it hasn't happened yet. Well, he goes, oh, okay, I thought it meant that it's already happened. That was his response. I'm guessing he's trying to get there because he says it'll take two hours and Sam says drive faster. Oh, snap! So I think he's saying that it hasn't happened yet and he wants to save him. Well, I guess we'll have to find out. So Dean's just like, what is this? Like, usually precognitions are things that are directly related to you. What are you having them for? Because the first one we got was him dreaming about his lady. His lady love dying. And then the next one we really heard about was, it wasn't it the... um, It was the lady that now lived in their house. Yeah, the lady that now lived in their house. It's got to involve a lady. Of course. Cause and also Sam. Why would you help men? Exactly. Um, well, and speaking of men, should we continue? Why is that speaking of men? You're going to find out. Hey, John. Hi. So, guess what? Chicken butt. Oh, that's a good joke. <laughs> We're going to be famous. It was the best joke ever, according the, to Family Guy. The gentleman has passed away. Yes. He did die by suicide. They got there slightly too late. Sam is really upset because he thought he'd be able to get there in time. Mm-hmm. But he can't get there. He did. They didn't. They were too late. The guy was already dead a couple hours ago. Alas. Around the same time that he had actually had the dream. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a really big shame. So uh, they, they sneak into the house as cover, dressed as priests. Yes. Father Simmons and Father Freely. Ace Freely. Which is a nice Kiss reference. And Gene Simmons. It's Kiss. Yep. So Gene Simmons and Kiss are very uh, are very important in this household. Yes. You're currently wearing a Kiss shirt. I am. Um, and so we had to make a little shout out to that because, of course, every time they go to a different place, you know, they have to, like, use a different type of name and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they use John Bonham and yeah. some other. And sometimes your butt. Sometimes. I think they've done some <laughs> ACDC references. Yeah. And so, uh, in any case, they go. Uh, Dean talks to the woman. I'm even oh, wearing kiss socks. You are wearing kiss socks. Um, <laughs> Dean talks to the lady. Sam talks to the the their son, who's the one who found the body, who looks like he's 30, but I guess <laughs> he's 20. He's the same age as Sam. Okay. And so, what, what do they talk about? Oh, they talk about him, his dad dying. Yep. So so upset about it. Yeah. So not a lot else yet, but oh, and Sam is having a current premonition. Yeah, while he's awake this time. Yeah, he's not having those, and it hurts like oh. Yeah. My brain. Yeah, he just wants to show how smart he is. Yeah. So let's watch. Yeah, it's thinky pain. Let's watch this premonition. Thank, thank you, Loki. You're so helpful, bud. He always is. So, uh, we just had another premonition. Yep. Well, the last one went true. Yeah, they made it there in time. Yeah. he just wouldn't listen to them. Yep. Locked them out. Yeah, he's like, get out of here. Oh, no, this window's broken. I better stick my head out, smash. Yep. It's pretty reasonable. Mm -hmm. So, then uh, Sam and Dean go visit the boy again. Yep. At the next funeral. And And the guy's like, he's looking a little better. The, the the guy that plays him, the guy that plays Max Miller, Brendan Fletcher is in a lot of stuff that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Because there's like three people that live in Vancouver. And so they're in like <laughs> all of the shows that are on the CW. It's great. But he was in Freddy vs. Jason. Yeah. Which I think he did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, so Brendan Fletcher, who plays Max... 
Uh, his it turns out that the mom is not his mom; it's his stepmother, because his mother died in an accident. Mm-hmm. But then Sam and Dean learn this when they go to visit the old house, the old like neighborhood that Sam used to live in, or sorry, that that Max used to live in. And they met a neighbor who told him about how Max had been abused like his whole life. CPS did nothing. The mom, or, and like, who talked about how like the brother and the dad would like beat the crap out of him. Yeah, the dad broke, and the dad's brother broke his arm like three times. And then he year. says, "But the worst part was the stepmom just checked out, letting it happen." That's not the worst part. I know. I thought the worst part was the part where the dad and the and the uncle were beating the shit out of a little boy. Yeah. But, you know, that's just kind of like, oh, you see this a lot in legislation, actually, or you see it in, like, um, in, like, punishments for, like, where a boyfriend, a mom has let her boyfriend beat her kid or kill her kid. She'll get more jail time for letting him be killed than the dude that actually killed the kid. Anyway, so this is like, it's like a whole thing. But anyway, so stepmom, Alice Miller, is played by Beth Broderick, best known... For her amazing, her amazing, uh, sorry, best known for her amazing performance in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I got distracted because right next to Sabrina the Teenage Witch on her IMDb is Psycho Beach Party. Sounds better than Sabrina. Which came out in 2000 somehow? It sounds great. And honestly, get off my butt about Sabrina the Teenage Witch because it was awesome. Okay? Oh. I didn't know I was on your butt about it. You were. You were just on my butt. And everyone heard it. It's going in the podcast. Everyone's going to see how much on my butt you were. Huh? What else? <laughs> so anyway, um, so Sam is having another premonition and he sees uh, Aunt's, Aunt Alice get a knife through her head because she's being confronted by her upset uh, stepson. Excuse me. She's being confronted by her upset stepson who said, you were there. You did nothing to help me. And he's like, it was worse that you were there than me getting my arm broken. He's like, well, it's just... Because <laughs> she... What was she going to do besides get this shit kicked out of her, too? Well, maybe that's Which, all he wanted was her to join in in the But she probably was getting the shit kicked out of her. Well, maybe if she would have beat him, too, along with the dad, it would Is that what would have been better somehow? Apparently, it was worse to not do anything. I mean, yes, she <laughs> should have done something, but... No, what I'm saying, there's, yeah. they're saying it's worse that she didn't do anything. I so know, it's just... It would have been better if she would have beat the shit out of him, too. Yeah, it's just malarkey is what it is. And so, anyway, Sam has had another premonition during the daytime to see her die again. Mm-hmm. And it is like a splitting pain for him. He's like, ah, And he's touching his head. Is that what I look like when I have a migraine? Yep. Like, Argh. I'm going to call you Sam every time you get a microphone. Yeah. I'm like, oh. Like, what are you having a premonition You're having a premonition? You're seeing someone burning on the ceiling. You're not going to say anything to anyone. No, you, just have, you have, like, weird premonitions. Like, you're going to poop tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I, today, yeah, today in class, this, this has nothing to do with anything, um, but it just kind of came out of my mouth because we were talking about friendship in my um, in-person uh, intro to philosophy class, and... I let like burst out of my mouth, and I said, "Bitch!" Oh. Like, and it came out, and I was like, "Oh!" And then like three people in there were laughing, and I'm like, "Key and Peel," and like those three people were like, like shaking their head, yes. Mm-hmm. And then I recommended Jordan Peele's um, terrifying uh, horror movies that are great. Okay, should you keep going? Yeah. All right. 
They're brothers. They're brothers. And we have Loki cuddling the microphone right now. So we're going to have a little bit of a ASMR. Is oh. that what ASMR is? I don't know. Oh, thanks, Loki, for moving I'm that. I thought cool That's and good. hip. No? Okay. So, <laughs> well, you're the one who said it. What happens? Said what? That they're brothers. Oh, well, his mom burned on the ceiling, too. Yeah, so Max... Loki uh, was in a crib. So they were able to interrupt Max right before he killed her, the stepmom. Yeah. And then Sam kind of de-escalates things. Dean's not the best at de-escalation. He's more at escalation. And there's a conversation about whether or not they should kill him. And Dean wants to kill him. Because yeah, he's, he's evil and killing people. He's evil and killing people, and they're allowed to kill monsters. He's a monster. Right? And the reason he's a monster is not because he's killing people, but because he's doing it through supernatural means. Well, you're kind of a monster if you're killing him. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree, but the idea behind it is that, you know, usually they just let cops take care of it, but a psychic is in mm. the realm of monsters that are killed by hunters. Yeah. And this is why Dean is so protective of Sam. Doesn't want anyone to know about the psychic stuff and wants Sam to not even not to have it, not to talk about it, not to support it, not to try to do it better, yeah. whatever. He's afraid of Sam getting killed, like that he thinks he's going to have to kill this guy. But so far, Sam has de escalated things and he's having a very sad conversation with this little boy. Yeah. He's not a boy, but he's like 21. He's the same age as Sam. And the father blamed him for the mother's death. And she, apparently yeah. she died pinned to the ceiling in the nursery yep. while he slept in his crib on Just fire. like Sam. Just like Sammy's mom. Um, and while Sam's dad is a jerk, he did not look at him with hate in his eyes nope. like this guy's dad did. So this guy's dad uh, this guy's dad beat him up a lot, including last week. I uh, got drunk first time in a long time and beat me up first time in a long time. So if we have a baby and I die pinned to the ceiling... On the f- like on fire, could you not do that to the kid? Sure. Deal. Deal. I don't want you acting like John Winchester uh, either and making it your crusade against oh, all no. demons. It's... I know that's your dream. Yeah, I'd be hard to stop. Yeah. <laughs> you just want an excuse to go hunting demons. You're like, yeah. I hope my wife gets pinned <laughs> to a ceiling in a nursery. I don't hope for it, but. <laughs> But I do have a series of guns and salt, <laughs> rock salt. <laughs> yeah. Should we? And okay, so should we continue? Yeah. Have <laughs> to kill your brother. Okay. Okay. So, the premonition almost came true. Yep. But he wasn't really into the idea of letting his uh, his mom go. No. No, because he can't get over. It. He was too abused. Yeah. But, I mean, there's plenty of people that were super abused that don't murder everybody and then just leave. That's probably, like, 98% of them. Yeah, probably, like, a good solid 98, 99% of them. Um, I always have students that say things like, you know, like, today in class, they're like, yeah, I could be friends with a bad person because they might do bad things because of their upbringing. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, most people don't do bad things, even though they have upbringings that are bad. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at least I hope not, anyway. So, Max is too upset, um, and he gets really upset. He's going to shoot his mom with the gun, and then Dean gets in front and says, you're going to have to kill me first. And Max is like, okay, and he explodes Dean's head off. 
Yeah, and a premonition. There's a lot of blood. It was a premonition. Dean Sam is locked in the closet. That's why he couldn't help, right? Yeah. And then he's able to use his because he got freaked out by the premonition. He, his telekinesis power started. Yeah. He went pow. And moved an armoire. An armoire, which looked kind of nice. Wish we could have an armoire. Anyway, um, gotta wait for this podcast to like to like jump off. Yeah. No, buy we don't have that armoire podcasting money. No. No. no uh, we're not fancy. We're not fancy armoire podcasters. We're, we're, we're Tootsie Roll. Money. We're not. We're not article furniture podcasters. We're YouTube or we're uh, Facebook Marketplace podcasters. <laughs> Well, this is nice stuff on there we can't afford, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, so Sam is able to get out. He talks him down enough not to kill the stepmom. Because basically, guys, like, if I just kill her, all the bad dreams will stop. And Sam's like, that's not how any of this works. Yeah, he said it'll never go. Well. And he's like, oh, you're right. Pa-plam! And kills himself. Yeah. Um, And so then... the Way to go, Sam. The stepmom said, because her whole family's dead, but covers for them... Yeah. Sam and Dean go back to the uh, go back to the hotel and they talk about what is it about Sam and Max that made the demon want to kill their moms. And Dean is straight up like, nope, it's not about that. It's about the demon being an asshole. And we're gonna kill him. And Sam's like, but what if it's me? And, he's, and Dean's like, it's not about you. Yeah. And then he's but Sam's really concerned that he might go the way of Max. And, he's, and he says to Dean, like, what if I go the way of Max? And he's like, you got something Max didn't have. What, Dad? Dad's not here, Dean. What yeah. does Dean say? It's him. It's Dean. He's not going to let him. And then and it's just so cute because he's, like, trying to disarm Sam with humor. Like, when Sam says that he had used telekinesis, he just picks up his spoon and is like, bend this. Yeah. And then, like, with the premonition things, he's like, I know what we need to do. Let's go to Vegas. And Sam's just like, shut up, Dean, and goes to the car. And then, like, but then Dean has a very serious look at his face. Of course. Of course. Because it's serious, and Dean's trying to, like, cover up his feelings, because that's what we do. Now, what did you rate this this one out of ten? This one's a rather good one, I thought. Yeah. Give it an eight. An eight. I think it's a good, solid one. I We have to rank the ones we've seen so far. Um, Is it better than Route 666? Yes. Yeah, it's probably... Route 66 might be on the bottom for me. It's pretty bad. But, I, I mean, Hookman and Bugs are pretty bad. Uh, I mean, they're not that Hook, bad, actually. Hookman was alright. I just feel like... I think Bugs is better than Hookman, just because of, like, the clunkiness of Hookman. I like the idea of Hookman better. Yeah, I would agree with that. I like the idea of Hookman better. I think Route 66, if it wasn't a racist truck and it was just a ghost... Ooh, probably would be better. I'm looking at the uh, DVDs. That's why I'm making flappy sounds, people. Okay, episode 15, written by John Shaban. Now, what else has he written? Because I feel like he wrote some pretty good... Pretty good... He wrote Skin. Mm, and you like that one a lot. Yeah, you like that one too. Yeah. So he wrote Skin, but okay. So, written by John Shaban, directed by Peter Ellis. Right. A nice decoration for the wall. This is called The Benders. Oh. Do you know the Bloody Benders? Yeah. We'll talk. We'll do some research before we watch the next episode, and then we'll like talk about it. Yeah, was that a family of killers? Yes. So yeah. a nice decoration for the wall. A backwoods family of hunters likes to stuff and mount their kills as trophies. Only they hunt humans, and they've got Sam. Oh. 
So they give away. Why would they pick out the one with telekinesis power? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? But they give away the entire movie or the entire episode right at the beginning of it, which is like unfortunate because it's a really fun twist. Because there's a great line where Sam, where Dean is saying like, "What are they? Are they monsters? Are they demons?" And Sam's like, "They're just people." He's like, "What?" You know, yeah. <laughs> like it's so unusual for it just to be humans because. I mean, they don't usually deal with humans, and that's the same thing with Nightmare, right? The one we just saw. It's like, they don't usually... They deal with, like, gross things and ghosts and shit. They don't deal with living people, usually. That's for, like, society. But if they run into it, they run into it, right? Yeah. So I am excited. Yeah. About watching that episode. I'm also excited about maybe next week getting it in before 8. Yeah, that's (laughs) a good idea. Yeah, we've been pretty tie-tie. I've been tired. I've been going to... I took, a like, a three-hour nap. Was it three hours? Two-hour nap when I got home. It yeah. might have been two and a half hours. It was long. It was a long time. I got home early. Well, I mean, I go to work really early because I drop the kids off early. Mm-hmm. And But then I was so tired after teaching today. I was like, I'm going home and taking a nap. And it was a great nap. Lola cuddled me. It was wonderful. She's on the bed right now sleeping hard. She's like, what are these people talking about? So... Eight out of ten. I'm excited. I'm really excited about watching the next movie. Yeah. There's uh, just the the last little part. Yeah. Husband picks the music. And wife does the research. Okay, guys. Okay, gags. Good night. Hi there. Trish here. John and I are so glad you've decided to listen to this episode. To contact us, please email up to and including death at gmail.com or hit us up on our socials, up to and ID at just about everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and that's up to and ID, and that too is the number two. If you have a moment, it'd be great if you can review us on iTunes as long as it's five stars. <laughs> Thank you to Stefan Kartenberg for the use of his song Fire and Ice in the intro and outro in the middle of our program. Uh, Fire and Ice is a rock mix by Stephen, Stephen Kartenberg, copyright 2017, licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license. Thank you. Goodbye.